Hi everyone, it's Ella from Ella Web Design and welcome to my podcast from 0 to 25k. Uh, and today we are you are for a treat because we are joined by Meg Randall Green, a sales expert and marketing leader who is passionate about creating wealth and success for women on their own terms. So she's for us. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, Meg, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> thank you very much for your time and being with us. Meg, would you like to introduce yourself before we start? Yeah, well, you pretty much summed it up, Ella, mm -hmm. so thank you. But yes, I'm a business coach specializing in sales mindset and selling, mm -hmm. specifically for women entrepreneurs, because we have just different, different sets of thoughts and beliefs about ourselves in the world I've discovered um, when it comes to business. So I have three boys. I actually have a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a three year old. <laughs> and yeah, a little one. And actually I started my business at the same time pretty much as my baby. So I grew them up together, which is interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting and it's very challenging. I can yes. <laughs> imagine, yeah. Okie dokie, so let's start. So tell me how the whole journey has started. What was the main reason? And yeah, you, you said you, you were three years, you're three years already. Yeah, so I actually quit my job. So I was working in the corporate world at LinkedIn, kind of training companies how to use the platform for advertising and content. But I had two boys at the time and was commuting and just stuff was just falling apart. Kind of the family, it was just not the dynamic I wanted. Yeah. So I quit um, and just did not work for a year and a bit, got pregnant had the third baby <laughs> and then thought I actually would like to do something I would like to use my brain for something so I started as a kind of social media strategist a LinkedIn strategist personal branding I didn't really know what I was doing I just started right. and thought let's see where this goes <laughs> I think many of us can resonate with, with with this because to be honest my story is exactly the same like once I had my babies I decided no I don't want to you know to be stressed every day will I you know be on time before the crash will close or not and yeah I decided to start my own business yeah and how long it, it took you to get to 25k well, this is interesting. This is just what I was doing before um, before our call. I was looking at my account to see yeah. the timings of it because I've never asked myself this question. So I'm so glad you asked this. I think it took me about 16 months. Mm -hmm. So like I start, I incorporated my business in 2019 and then I didn't make, I think I made around 7,000 from 2019 to 2020 that year. Yeah. And then I think I made it bumped up to 25 in 2021. So it took me like 16 or 17 months. Have you been working full time or part time? How long, uh, how much time uh, have you been spending on, on developing the business? Well, I think 2020 was a let's an anomaly. We'll just park <laughs> that year because that yeah, was home yeah, school and I mean, who worked what hours then? No one knows. Um, but like my intention is full time, but then mm -hmm. with three kids, it never is full time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I want to say 30 hours a week, but in reality with the stuff that you just have to do that comes up unexpectedly, it's probably less than that. Right. And tell me, uh, what were your biggest challenges? Well, that was the biggest challenge, <laughs> not having childcare and yeah. a new business. 
that was a huge challenge and I carried on going and now I look back I'm like what on earth was happening but I was making money and still managing to do client calls um that was a huge challenge uh, another I actually wrote this down because it's such a good question um another challenge that I had was um what was it I I had to figure out how to have processes and systems in my business because of hiring people. That was a huge challenge. And in mm -hmm. fact, it was a mistake that I made to hire people too early. Mm -hmm. So I had to go through the whole learning experience of like, oh my goodness, what are my systems? What are my processes? How do I teach someone how to do this before my business was at the right level? Mm -hmm. So that was a huge learning curve. So um, how many people do you employ right now? None now. No, okay. Because I'm running a super lean business mm -hmm. and you actually don't need, this is what I would like to say and share with your audience, until you've got to 100K, you don't need anybody else. Yeah. And this is not what people teach you. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, uh, I feel that I would need some help. Like I don't need to help, you know, like full time but I will need some help, for example, to help me write the blogs or, you know, uh, take over my social media. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you have to get to this 25K first and then you yeah. can think about hiring. You have to get there first. And also, in fact, what I would, this is how I coach my clients, the skills you develop in those areas of creating copy or figuring out how to put together a website. We were talking about my website and I was a bit <laughs> embarrassed because it's, not great, but those skills are skills you, you do need to make hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you need those skills to get to hundred k. Yeah. So in fact, if you eat into your profit early, you're going to stay at twenty five k. Yeah, yeah, And um, what I wanted to ask: What was the biggest mindset mindset shift? Because before you were employed, you were working for somebody else, and later on, when you start your own business. It was in my case, it was completely different story. Like I have a background in marketing, but when I started to work for myself, it it didn't apply, it just didn't apply. So yes. what was the mindset shift in your case? Oh my goodness. So it, this is so good. It's such a good question. I think the main one was, oh, there's no rules. Hooray <laughs> for one, but then also, oh crap for a second because when there's no rules you're like I'm in charge so you really have to up level your identity yeah as like the owner of a business not just I'm not a solopreneur I'm not a freelancer and I think loads of women fall into this oh I'm a solopreneur or I'm a mumpreneur which mm -hmm. is all good but it's like that transition from the person just delivering the service to actually being a business owner and that shift requires you making decisions for the long term, mm -hmm. not like what's happening this month. Yeah. You just have to change. You know, sometimes it's stuff. difficult, especially, you know, when you're starting your business, you are very impatient and you want to get the results quickly, instantly almost. And when it's not happening, then you start to panic and then you start, you know, jumping from one thing to the other. And yes, yeah, you were saying there is no rules and you don't know, you know, what, you, you're trying one thing, but you know, it doesn't work. Is trying to and to you jumping around and so yeah, how to how to uh, uh, change this mindset? How to just decide that okay, I have to you know think about the future of my business. Yeah. What would be the most important for me? 
Yeah, that's so good. I think it comes down to building trust in your own decision making. Mm -hmm. And this thought that like, I'm going to try this for a certain a period of time and I'm not going to allow myself to be distracted or to be influenced by other people. But that so only comes from trust. How are you do it? <laughs> especially, you know, especially when you are trying, you, yeah. you are on social media. So it's, it's so, so difficult you know, to stay not distracted yeah. because you are bombarded with, you know, free training, with freebies, with all this stuff. It's so, so yeah. difficult to stay focused. How you do it? It is. I choose one person that I'm going to take advice from who has done something that I want to do and I ignore everybody else, everybody else apart from my clients. So I've got potential clients I interact with and the one or maybe two people that I like their stuff, it makes sense to me and I'm like, that's what I'm going to take and absorb everything else I ignore but only from doing it over and over again and being in the overconsumption mode of like sure free trainings yeah. I'll go to it all like I'll take everything and anything and there's there's no harm in that but you do get good at filtering out the stuff mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah and I think also you know the first year uh, it's you have to try the things as well you do, yeah, because otherwise you start you, messy. finding yourself. Yeah. yeah, you start messy. And there's no there's no shame in it. Yeah. That's how everybody but starts. I don't think so. There's other way, you know, to figure out. I don't think so. There's many people who know straight away, I want, this is my idea client. I want to do this and, you know, it will be fulfilling totally. and so on. You have to totally. try different things to, to niche down, to figure out what you really want to do. Yeah, and but you have to on it like with the mindset of like, great, I'm gonna try out the stuff. This is gonna be my experimental phase. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna take everything on and then I'm gonna assess it. But the problem I see the mistake people making and the mistake I made was I didn't stop and slow down enough to do mm -hmm. the assessing. I just kept moving on to the thing, which is why it took me 16 months or 17 months to make the 25K. Yeah, so that's why some is it's much better when you have this one person that can be your sounding board and you know she can or he he can they say you know what you are doing like you know to yeah. to see your milestone you know to stop exactly. to, to reflect a little exactly. bit exactly uh, and that doesn't have to be you don't have to pay them it could just mm -hmm. be someone's podcast it could be somebody's book mm -hmm. so you don't have to pay them money they don't have to be your coach mm -hmm. but if you're following a kind of this is how I choose people that I want to help me. It's like, what have they done before? Do I like the way they're doing it? Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to make 25K, yeah. but not all of them are gonna be the way that suits you. Yeah, yeah. And your personality. Yeah, because it's very often, like there are two kinds. There are people who are very masculine. You, you know, you have to do this, this and this, and you have to like, there is no excuses. There's no excuses. You have to do it like stick to the plan yeah. or there are people who are taking it more relaxed way uh, and uh, you know do what you have inspiration to do today and things like this yeah yeah just follow uh, follow the way that you prefer yeah. and also it's like everyone's different everyone's unique so your yeah. own personality i think this is something that i took me a, a long time to realize in business I was looking at these people outside of me thinking, 
maybe I'm going to be like that person or like that person or like that style. And it took me that time of messing up over and over again and failing a lot to figure out my style. Yeah. So it just takes time and people aren't, like you said, we're really impatient. We want it yesterday. We're like, yeah, my clients. <laughs> yeah. But when you rush through that stuff to get to a result, you're missing almost the best part of the journey, which is figuring out your unique way, the yeah. way you like to be. Yeah, that's true. And tell me, um, because uh, recently I was listening to your interview with John, and you said something that first you have to sell to yourself to believe in yourself first in order to sell to other people and i totally agree with you because with me it was exactly the same because when you're an employee you just you know you're doing there's a company plan right company marketing plan and you're just doing the task to execute this plan and yeah. here you are the ceo so you have to make plan yourself and execute it yourself so you have to, it's completely a little bit different competencies as well. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah, have you to have learn to. it and you have to later on, and it will give you the confidence later on yeah. to, to sell to other people. Yeah. But I also want to suggest that you can go out and sell to people messily first, because the more action you take, the more you realize that when things fail or people say no, or like, I've had people laugh at me on a sales call and hung, hang up. <laughs> but when you have that experience, you're like, oh, this is actually not that scary. Someone yeah. can laugh at me and it doesn't bother me because I know that what I have is good. I just have to get better at saying it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now, the next question, Uh, what were your steps and milestones? Because you said that you started and there was nothing happening. So there was a messy action, imperfect action. So yes. what has happened that really moved your business forward? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that happened that really helped me was I started to pay for help. So coaching help. Because mm -hmm. I was in this period of just like free trainings, absorb all the free stuff, like every webinar, go on everything until I was like, well, I'm trying all this stuff of all these different actions and none of it's working. I, I need one-to-one -one help. Mm -hmm. So I just signed up for like an affordable um, one-off session with this lady that I literally just mm -hmm. saw on Facebook once. And I was like, yeah, she'll do. So mm -hmm. that's what we did. And it just changed the way I, it changed my thoughts about my business, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. And then the second thing that changed was and what were the thoughts about your business? So the thoughts about my business was, I'm in it for the long term. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to work out how this works. Mm -hmm. was a really good thought. And I'm going to get yeah. the help I need to work it out. Because mm -hmm. I've been doing all this stuff by myself. And that's not moving me. Mm -hmm. So there's something missing that I can't see. So I kind of knew that was happening. Especially mm -hmm. with selling. Because that's my mm -hmm. background. So I was like, why isn't this easy? because I know how to do this yeah yeah <laughs> so different when it's yourself yeah um so I would say that's the first thing and then the second thing was I invested in a year-long program like business coaching program mm -hmm. again with women in the same kind of sphere as me with a coach who I really liked and again mm -hmm. that 
shifted again my thoughts about my business and how serious I was about making that money. Mm -hmm. And obviously it was helpful and practical and gave me help and support. Mm -hmm. But the most important shift was like, oh, okay, I'm in it for a year. I'm making this money. But uh, was it more important? I, because coaching, it will be around your mindset and it will be also about the strategy. So what was more important for you? Both. <laughs> like equal. <laughs> yeah, because without the actions, when you're really confused about actions, you can just do a lot of mindset work and then take a lot of actions. But if unless you've kind of... It's a difficult one because there's no one way of making the money it could be mm -hmm. a thousand different paths for yeah. a thousand different entrepreneurs so it's really difficult to say oh it, that's the one process that works you have to make every process your own process mm -hmm. yeah yeah completely that makes sense and yeah and i think also it's very important to have this accountability person like if you're working with somebody you will have the person who will like you know you have to do this stuff like you cannot come up with the excuses all the time yeah completely and i think that oh sorry go ahead no no, no go ahead finish <laughs> um i think that leads into one of the um one of the when looking back at that that period of time like the first two years um what i would have done differently was not listen to all the opinions about how to grow a business mm -hmm. from everywhere because i spent a lot of money and a lot of time doing things like trying to build PR and publicity. Yeah. But I had nothing behind me. I like I hadn't done anything. Does that make sense? So I was like over here worrying about this stuff when in fact I should have been worrying about just selling more, like pricing my offer the right way mm -hmm. to sell more because that would have just moved me further quicker. And what would you suggest to people who are just starting out? It's better to uh, because there are few schools that you should offer some um, some work for free just to get this first client and this first experience and just to figure out the things what you like to do or to to have like normal prices what I think both guess? I right. think doing work for free is great because mm -hmm. you get good you get in front of people in the world real humans mm -hmm instead of being on social media like yeah. typing <laughs> yeah. so you actually have to deliver value to somebody and they are still paying they're just paying with their time yeah so i don't think that exists i think yes do the work for free until it doesn't feel right to do it for free until you're like no i'm gonna start charging and then just charge what you can charge without feeling sick yeah is my advice Meg, and one more question because we uh, the time is flying. Uh, what is your advice for moms that are uh, working? You know, they have very limited time to work on their business. They're just working when the kids are at school. So what one activity they should focus on daily to move their yes. business forward? Such a good question. I'm so glad you asked this because um, lots of women are in this boat. I think the main thing is, well, there's two things if they can do two things. The first one is meeting lots and lots of people, whether it's online, in person, book club, dog walking, whatever, mm -hmm. like just meeting lots of people, then telling them about what you do. Right. Again, that can be online, it can be in person, it doesn't matter. Um, so those are the two main things I would suggest. If you don't have, if you've got like 10 hours a week, five hours a week, if you filled those hours with those activities, you'd move really quickly. 
and the practical tip how you can talk to people you know without feeling like you know you're meeting new people and you walk the same oh, i'm a web designer <laughs> it, this is a, again a good question it's just like bringing it up like you would say oh i'm a mom Mm -hmm. that makes sense just in normal conversation oh this is me it's like you again you shift your identity of who you are in the world you're like yeah i'm a coach or i'm a web designer what do you do mm -hmm. uh, i don't mean like walk around with a sign yeah. <laughs> above your head <laughs> or be weird about it but just as you practice that you just it becomes more natural to say and it on social, if we'll talk about social media, so what is the best way to meet new people? So just, you know, post on your wall or you try DMs. What is your advice here? All of the ways. So I do, someone asked me this question recently and they were like, so how did you grow your business? And I was like, I threw everything at it. And then I was like, see what sticks and then do more of that. So I have done all of those things, post on like live video, post on my feed, groups, DMs. There is and no, again, there's no right way. Yeah. And what works the best for you? Um, posting on my feed, my mm -hmm. public profile, my personal profile and video. And video. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. And what channel is your favorite one? <laughs> um, LinkedIn more and more so now. Mm -hmm um and instagram i think i have like a soft spot for facebook because that's where i started growing my business but i don't i can't be on three full on so i have to choose and i think linkedin and instagram are my two that i've chosen but i dabble <laughs> very good okay dokie meg thank you very much so just to wrap it up everything uh go meet people uh and introduce yourself and do what you say and tell everyone what you do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think right now also the, the collaboration with other businesses is also important that has, <clears throat> you know, similar audience, but they do that you are not compete with your services, but they have similar audience is also a great way to 100% yeah that's a brilliant way of like boosting your profile with other people's audiences people have collected your audiences remember this you don't have to go find new people there's they've already been gathered by other people so go yeah. partner with them great thank you very much for today meg tell us if somebody would like to follow you uh, where is the best place to find you yeah you can follow me on linkedin i'm meg roundel green on linkedin uh, or on instagram it's meg underscore rg underscore coaching perfect and you also have a training coming up would you like to... yeah yeah it's the how to sell more workshop which is anyone who wants to create more steadiness in their business um, and it's coming up on the 21st of february which is a tuesday and there's a link you can register and it's free perfect so i will leave all the links in the description of this video or podcast if you are listening uh, so thank you very much once again Meg for your time uh, thank you very much for watching this is Ella Shumlas and I will see you next week thank you very much bye bye bye